You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. All right. Hey, Eagles fans. Uh, Ed Kratz with John McMullen here. We are your hosts for the Philadelphia Eagles Insider Podcast with the Fans First Sports Network. And uh, we're standing here, John and I, right outside of uh, the practice field at the NovaCare Complex. Uh, Eagles are getting ready for a preseason game Saturday night against the Baltimore Ravens. Nick Sirianni would not tell us who's playing and who's not playing. And, uh, you know, you wonder, Mr. Competitive Advantage, Ed Kratz. Yeah, he doesn't like to give that stuff away. But John, let me ask you: Do you think Jalen Hurts is going to play on Saturday night? You know, I had to look back. I think I try to repress memories about uh, preseason football. But he did play uh, against the New York Jets in the first preseason game last season. Played the one series. By the way, he was perfect. I think six of six, perfect passer rating, foreshadowed the great season. Uh, then he got a little banged up, and the Eagles were like, all right, we're not playing him the rest of the, the preseason. What The curveball this time around is they're playing on Saturday nights, and the Cleveland Browns are going to be here Monday, I believe. That's correct. For joint practices. Monday and Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday. So, uh, you know, Nick Sirianni has said pretty consistently when it comes to those joint practices, he values those more when it comes to the starters because – it's controlled situations. You can script certain things you want to work on. So I think that throws a little bit of a curveball, as I mentioned, into the mix. I, I'm going to say I don't think he's going to play. 
Yeah, I'm with you there. I think just for that reason, like you said, with the Browns coming here, that's the kind of work that the Eagles like to put in against another team. And those practices, by the way, are going to be at 5 p.m., which is kind of another curveball. They yeah. usually have, you know, morning, early afternoon type practices, yeah. but they're going at 5. Sirianni was asked about that. He said it kind of caught him off guard to be talking about the Browns. But he said, you know, there's going to be meetings and stuff beforehand, so they thought it made the most sense to do that. But I think because of that, I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to play. Uh, you know, this guy was the runner-up MVP last year in the yeah. league, too. And most of that offense is back. And he's looked really good in camp. Um, and the Eagles have a decision to make at quarterback, right? They have Ian Book and Tanner McKee. It's not, you know, life or death with the third-string quarterback. But you want to give Mariota some reps, right? You want to get him out there. He's looked yeah. pretty good these last couple practices after uh, a bit of a slow start. But... I, you know, they need to decide who they're going to keep as third quarterback. Is it going to be the rookie, Tanner yeah. McKee, or is it going to be Ian Book, uh, the uh, fr- uh, free agent that they latched on to last yeah, year? Yeah, and going by practice, it seems like Tanner McKee, they're kind of defaulting to him. They kind of want him to win the job as a 2023 draft pick. Ian Book was actually a higher draft pick, but he was a draft pick in New Orleans. This is his first camp with the Eagles as well. He doesn't seem to get be getting as many opportunities. That probably changed. They'll both play a lot in the preseason, obviously. Oh, yeah. yep. And I did ask Jalen Hurts after practice sort of his theory on on preseason football, trying to get the, the sense that he wants to play. And he said, hey, anytime there's football, I want to play. So, you know, he's got a lot of cachet now. You mentioned runner-up MVP, third uh, on the NFL Network's top 100 list, voted by his peers. You know, he might go to Nick Sirianni and say, you know what, I want to play a series. And he might have the cachet to to do that now. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, he could do that and maybe get a series, kind of get a, reacclimated uh, to the game a little bit and, and you know, against another team and, and a couple different cornerbacks instead of A.J. Brand, or uh, James Bradbury and Darius Slay. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're going to see the young guys play. And I would say probably the most excited player on uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the most is Jalen Carter. I'm assuming he's going to play, and I, I don't know mm-hmm. for how long, but, uh, you know, he's been mixing in with the first team, second team, third team. He's been playing all over the place with the different teams. Yeah. So I, I'd like to see him play, and Nolan Smith for that matter. I'd like to see how he does, uh, you know, with his ability to kind of bend yeah. the edge. And you're you're trying to stop the greatest streak in sports, as I say. <laughs> 23 consecutive preseason wins for the Baltimore Ravens, which is crazy yeah. if you think about that over how long that, that yeah. period has been. I think it's but, 2015. I think it goes yeah, back to 2015, 2015. which is, you know, um, ridiculous. So is Lamar Jackson going to play for the Ravens? I'll probably I mean, play a series or two. Get that 7 you know, nothing lead. Try to get that 7-0 lead. That's yeah. what the Eagles did to the Jets. They got the 7-0 lead and bang. You're off and running. All of a sudden, you're in the Super Bowl. I'm not going to say that correlates, but um, you know, it's always good to get a, a, a to get the guys feeling good, get off to a good start. Uh, but I do think, just from Nick Sirianni's philosophy, I mean, let's be honest, they have one of the the lightest training camp schedules, and, and that's to keep the guys healthy. And the best way way to keep your key guys healthy is not playing them that much. So. Um, you know, Kobe Dean is a player who came back to practice today. I'm a little bit surprised by that because I assumed he's dealing with an ankle injury. They would use that as an excuse not to play him in Baltimore. But, you know, they have so many issues at linebacker. Maybe they need to play him. Maybe they need to get him reps. We're talking about a guy who played 34 snaps last year, Ed. So, yeah, yeah um, about that. There's a lot of question marks about who's going to play, who's not going to play. But 
here's the bottom line. If, if the starters, any of the key players really do play, it's going to be for one or two series, and that's it. So you're going to see a lot of Jalen Carter backup players, Kelly Ringo, Nolan Smith, the exciting Georgia rookies. I think they're going to play. That's something to look forward to. And you know what? The running back competition, I think, is going to be a, a key part of this because I think Kenny Gainwell is kind of separating himself. But I was talking to Jamal Singleton earlier in the week. Um, the pads mean a lot when it comes to running backs. And all of a sudden, if DeAndre Swift or Rashad Penny show up in these preseason games or these joint practices, you know, it's August 10th. They, you know, just because Kenny's ahead today doesn't mean Kenny's going to be ahead in New England. Yeah, those two positions are certainly, you know, something to pay attention to Saturday night in Baltimore, uh, starting with the running backs. Rashad Penny, basically, he talked to us after practice today here on uh, Thursday uh, that uh, he is expecting to play, and uh, he's probably going to play. And we'll see exactly which running backs do play. Will Gainwell play? I mean, Gainwell said he would like to play also. But Penny pretty much committed to saying he's playing. So he knows something that, you know, Nick Sirianni isn't telling us. Uh, but I expect Nick doesn't know. No, nah, and, and we'll see some Trey Sermon. I mean, the Eagles love Trey Sermon. Nick Sirianni always, you know, touts him as uh, being a really good player. But the situation is you've got six running backs, if you count Lincoln Brooks. Or Kennedy, Kennedy Brooks. I'm Kennedy sorry, Brooks. wrong president there. Yeah, <laughs> Kennedy Brooks. Uh, you know, he's kind of the sixth guy, probably yeah. a practice squatter. But you, know, you have Sermon, you have Penny, you have Gainwell, you have Swift. Uh, you know, it's a lot. And I, they're not going to keep five guys. Uh, you know, that's right. No, they're going to no. keep four. I, they may even only keep three. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think Saturday night running back, something definitely to pay attention to. And then you, yeah. you mentioned, John, the linebackers. N'Kobe Dean is better now. And nothing cures an injury more than bringing in competition. competition and yeah. the Eagles signed two veterans at linebacker a few days ago, Miles Jack and uh, – Zach, Zach Cunningham. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, those guys I think are going to play. You know, they're still kind of figuring out this defense, but I suspect they're going to have a pretty decent amount of snaps on Saturday night. And we'll see how much Dean does. And, you know, again, the Eagles have depth at linebacker. Now you have Christian Ellis who had a nice camp. I'm looking forward to seeing how he does. I'm sure he's going to get plenty of reps at that linebacker spot. And, and Nick he, Morrow. I mean, Nick Morrow's got to show up. He's got to make this team. There's no guarantee he's going to make this team. So. Yeah. He really hasn't stood out in camp, in my opinion. I don't know what you're saying. but I No, he hasn't. But you know what? He got the first team reps today. He was the first linebacker on the field with uh, N'Kobe Dean. So, you know, that's the thing about Miles Jack and, and Zach Cunningham. They just got here. It's a very difficult spot. You know, Miles Jack talked to us yesterday and said he showed up with uh, two pairs of drawers. And <laughs> that was a great Two quote. pairs of socks. Um, and, you know, it's hard. It's difficult to come in this late, even though he's got experience. Zach Cunningham's sort of in that same category. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's conceivable that they don't have anything left. I mean, they were on the street on August 6th then. So yeah. it's not like people were banging down their doors. And that means guys like Nicholas Morrow and Christian Ellis have an opportunity to still win these jobs. But it's clear that Howie Roseman wasn't comfortable with that. So at least he wants them pushed. Now they'll be pushed to a certain degree. Yeah, some of that noise you might be hearing in the background is just the Eagles uh, maintenance crew. They're 
uh, driving their tractors Howie around. I didn't like what I said, so he's trying to yeah. send to, <laughs> trying to ruin it. Well, the the, the uh, Jack and the Cunningham signings are kind of they've been compared to what the Eagles did last year. Obviously, different position, different time of year when they brought in Linval Joseph and the Namakong Sioux to play defensive tackle. Uh, and the question was, how much do they have left? I mean, it was November yeah, when yeah. they brought them in after Jordan Davis had the injury, and they and they and showed that worked well. That, they showed they yeah. had plenty left. So you know, we could see the same situation with Jack and Cunningham. Uh, still having something left, uh, at least enough to help, and I think they're making the team. If they have something left, oh, I agree. Um, they, you know, but they do have to. You know, they do have to show they have something left, and and that means playing well in a preseason game or playing well in the joint practice. Um, so I, I, I'm saying they're not guaranteed a job because they signed them. They have big names, but I, again, I go back to 2016. I was talking to you on the sideline. Doug Peterson's first year, Jim Schwartz's first year, the Eagles brought in Stephen Tulloch, who was a really good player for Jim Schwartz in both Tennessee and Detroit. Mm-hmm. And we kind of said at the time, all right, they're going to settle down linebacker with Tulloch. He had nothing left. That's, yeah. you know, pessimistic viewpoint, but it happens quickly in this league. You know, before the, the signing of these two guys, my biggest concern was coverage uh, from the linebackers against big tight ends, quick running backs. You know, N'Kobe Dean's 5'11". Not sure how he is in coverage. Uh, probably a work in progress. And then Nick Morrow, I've seen him get beat a couple times by primarily DeAndre Swift, who is a very tough cover out of the backfield. But I, I was concerned about the coverage aspect of the linebacker position. Zach Cunningham brings size, six foot three. Maybe not a lot of speed, but I would think that he can match up maybe against some bigger tight ends and give you something in the coverage game. And maybe Miles Jack can as well because he is so fast. So yeah. I think they help, uh, you know, from that aspect is, is covering the quicker backs, the quicker slots maybe, the bigger tight ends. But All tight ends are big, but I think that's kind of where they help this team. Yeah, it, it's very early. The Eagles uh, uh, dropped both of them into the deep end of the pool, so to speak. They yeah. were getting pretty significant reps uh, the first time they practiced, and that continues even with N'Kobe Dean back. But, you know, I, it, it's just speculation. I get this feeling because of how they used uh, both of them while N'Kobe was still out of teamwork. And it was sort of uh, – um, Zach Cunningham as the, as the run defender and Miles Jack as the pass defender. Um, and we'll see. You know, maybe they piecemeal it like that and say, all right, Zach Cunningham on early downs, it's third and 10, second and 12. Then you bring in Miles Jack. It's my early feeling on it, but we got a long way to go. And they just got here. Yeah, I mean, those are some of the bigger names. But, you know, when you talk about preseason game number one, uh, you know, some of the guys that have stood out, John, to you, I can tell you a couple who of mine have been, guys that really aren't on the radar, but guys who, you know, you're going to want to watch play on Saturday night to see if maybe they can find a home on the the 53-man or the practice squad at least. And, you know, one on defense is the cornerback, uh, Makai Garner. Love him. Love the kid. He's my favorite undrafted player of this year so far. So physical, so big, yeah. so strong. He's 6'2", 210. Yeah. Uh, in press coverage, he'll get a hand on a receiver before he uh, starts yeah. to turn those wheels to get into his pattern, which I like. It shows confidence that he's not afraid of getting beat. Yeah. So he gets a hand on you. Um, I'm not sure how he is really in space playing off, but 
he's a guy that'll hit you, and, and he's going to be someone I think is going to see a lot of time on Saturday night. Yeah, and he can, as you mentioned, you know, there was a one one on run, one rep where he just rerouted the receiver and completely uh, dismantled the actual pattern. He's that physical. Uh, I thought they'd you know, mix him in more with the second team. But Josh Job is playing so yeah, well. Yeah, Josh Job. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't really get those kinds of reps. But, you know, Eli Ricks was probably a higher profile guy. People knew him because of his success coming out of high school, playing at Alabama. But Kai Gardner's been just flat out better. Uh, and then on the offensive side, I know you mentioned uh, Joseph Nada. It's similar to big, physical uh, who compared him to A.J. Brown physically? I think James Bradbury James Bradbury did, did. Yeah. 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 Physically. Uh, obviously, he doesn't have the same gifts, but he's got that kind of size and that kind of power as a receiver. Uh, he'll be interesting to see. Yeah. And then some of the young guys that have locked down spots. And, you know, Reed Blankenship has been so steady from day to day. Every single first-team rep, um, he might be in the – he might have moved from, or is Reed Blankenship going to be guy, the guy to the category of he's one of the players we protect in Nick Sirianni through the preseason. That's how good he's been in training camp. And then Kenny Gainwell, I talked a little bit about running back. I think he's starting to separate himself. I didn't see that coming, to be honest. Right, right. He's a little guy. I asked him about the courage to go between the tackles because – uh, you know, it seems like Swift might have kind of a, t- a tendency to bounce things to the outside. And that was one of the critiques on Miles Sanders, you know, and, yeah, a- and other okay. running backs. You know, they, they just feel better and safer bouncing out to the outside. Yeah. And, and I asked Kenny about the courage it takes. And he said, listen, if you're afraid to do that, then you're not a football player. Uh, and he trusts his O-line, and it is a very good O-line, he said. And, you know, he feels at his height, I think he's about 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, five, eight. Eight, yeah. He feels like he might be able to hide a little bit behind some of these guys. So he has no problem at all, you know, sticking it between those tackles and, you know, trying to pick up the tough yards. And Rashad Penny does that too, and that's what led to some of his injuries is, you know, he's a hammer between the tackles. So, uh, you know, they have two guys that can do that. And you're right, Gainwell has shown some separation uh, in that regard, but you know, getting back to Garner, you know, he's number forty-three. If you're if you're watching the game Saturday night, uh, Nada's number eighty-six. Eighty-six. Uh, those yeah. are two two guys to watch. But that DB uh, room is very crowded. You know, you mentioned Josh Job. He's making this team. He's been getting first team reps when James Bradbury was out. And you have Bradbury, you have Slay, you have Avante Maddox, you have Zach McPherson, who's doing work in the in the slot as the backup to uh, Maddox. Uh, and then you have Job, and you know how many are you going to keep? Seven. Uh, you know who, who else you keep? I, 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 you know, I think they're going to keep six on, on the fifty-three, and then you're going to see one or two more on the practice squad. Yeah. That's how deep they are at corner. Yeah, McGarner. I mean, they'll try to get him to the practice yeah, squad because I think yeah. Ringo. Obviously, Kelly Ringo. He's got to make the team. Had, yeah. Well, but he's a fourth-round pick. They mm, traded up to get. They're um, not. They're, he is going to. That's what I'm saying. Yes, yeah, so he'll make the team. He's going to sure. make the team. So you just mentioned Slay, Bradbury, Maddox, Job, McPherson, um, Ringo. Those are given. Those I was just are, counting on my fingers here, John. That's six guys. Six. That's your six guys. That's your six if, guys. If they keep seven, you know, you have Garner. You have, uh, you know, Mario Goodrich. I, I, I thought don't think you can keep decent. seven. The numbers are just – but that's a nice problem to have. Yeah. We don't even talk about Greedy Williams or Eli yeah, Ricks. Yeah, Greedy Williams. Um, they're really deep at corner. Yeah. And that cut might be a, a position where Howie can move one of those guys to a, 
a cornerback deficient team and maybe, you know, maybe he's not done at linebacker. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's a lot of options. The Eagles are extremely deep at corner, extremely deep on the defensive line. Um, you know, and there's the issues, the biggest issues remain linebacker. I, I feel more comfortable at safety, though, Ed. I do, I, too. I think uh, yeah. Reed Blankenship has calmed that situation down, and I think they'll be able to do enough with whether it's Terrell Edmonds or Kayvon Wallace or Sidney Brown gets up to speed at some point. It might not be week one. You know, there's another guy you need to keep an eye on in the preseason, Sidney Brown, because he's got tremendous athleticism. But, you know, sometimes – you know, Sean Desai even said it. Sometimes there's mental errors, and, and he needs to clean some of that stuff up before he, he's yeah. in the mix. He plays too fast, it looks like, sometimes to me. Like, you know, he needs to kind of stay within himself. He he always tries to hit that home run in, in coverage or, or closing, and, and I think that's what got him into some trouble at Illinois and, and why he was a third-round pick was he, he does sometimes miss tackles because he's very aggressive, and a lot of times he's too over-aggressive. So, uh, you know, he's got to learn how to play at the NFL level by adjusting, you know, his his uh, his reads, by staying within himself, yeah. by squaring up and getting ready for a tackle rather than chasing a play. So, uh, but, certainly, you know, you talk about safeties. I mean, how many are you keeping there? I mean, you have Edmonds, you have Blankenship, you have Wallace, you have Sydney. Sydney. Um, I think Justin Evans is that guy, sort of borderline. And right now, Justin Evans a player probably a lot of Eagles fans don't know yet. He's another guy, number 30. Right now he's getting the second team reps ahead of Sidney Brown. So they like him, uh, but I don't know if they can keep him. They're so deep at the position. And, you know, before we wrap this up, I should mention the coaching set because I, it, it jogged my mind with Sean Desai. You know, one thing Nick Sirianni admitted today, they, they switched practice from the Novacare Complex to Lincoln Financial Field on Wednesday. And Nick was honest. That was that was about the coaching staff because he wasn't happy with the communication yet. And there's been significant change. We talk about the coordinators, but also, you know, Denard Wilson is gone. Um, uh, Nick Rollis is gone on the defensive side. So the communication isn't there yet. And and fans should keep an eye on that in Baltimore preseason. That's that's a that's a run. That's a live run through for the coaching staff as well. Yeah, and you, you know, you mentioned Sean Desai. I mean. Last week, he admits to kind of a substitution mistake on a, on a seven-on-seven scripted uh, drill. He admitted to that. And then yesterday at, at the link, we seen Howie Roseman, the general manager, uh, having to kind of scream at Desai to get the right substitutes in there. So, you know, listen, Desai, to me, has a lot of growing to do. He's not a big presence. He's not a big guy. A really nice guy. Very good teacher. But to be honest, John, I see Matt Patricia closer to the defense when they're out on the field than I see Desai, yeah. who's more comfortable on the sidelines. Well, we talked about it, and people don't like when I bring up the, the name you do not speak of in Philadelphia, and that's Jonathan Gannett. But <laughs> Jonathan Gannett had a presence, a big presence yeah. uh, on the field. I don't I don't sense that from Sean Desai. Yeah, it's definitely an adjustment. Um, but anyway, listen, we're, we'll be down there Saturday night in Baltimore, and uh, that's when we start making, you know, we can start, uh, you know, sharpening our pencils to figure out who's going to make this uh, 53-man roster. It starts there. So uh, that's it right now for John and I, your uh, Philadelphia Eagles insiders uh, with the Fan First Sports Network. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've been listening to a recording of the Philadelphia Eagles Insider Podcast on the Fan First Sports Network. 